0: Live and Learn, Julia and Ina with you here. Today we continue the conversation and invite you to join the discussion at facebook.com forward slash live and learn podcast.
1: Forget your mistakes, learn your lessons, remember your lessons.
0: Said previously, better done than perfect, but then on our way to perfection, we rather do something than give up.
1: Sink or think.
0: The fixed. Do you get growth?
1: If you want to stay in the same place, you need to run very fast. If you want to go move forward, you need to run even faster.
0: Happy to see you and as usual i'm really curious about what you've learned this week
1: that's a nice start of the podcast you know sharing some kind of the things that overwhelmed us stunned us or somehow made a interesting and lasting impression and uh, one of the things that actually grabbed my attention was the new word uh, as you know that's my passion to, to uh, discover new words and this time it was window swapping what do you think window swapping is
0: window swapping i can try to guess and uh, swapping a dirty window for a clean one swapping images of windows or what you see in the window with the neighbors uh, opposite in the house opposite here swapping swapping no no other idea by now what is it really
1: it became a yeah, viral trend in the internet it's, uh, the window swapping is a thing it's an application or just like add-on in the browser uh, normally it works on the mobile phones, on the cell phones or handy, as German people call it. It's um, yeah, something that uh, shows you the random windows all around the world. So more than 50,000 people downloaded it. So, so they recorded the windows and the window what, what they can see out of the window from their own apartment or house put it on the platform and now you can just swipe one after another seeing what other people can see with other any people so basically uh, yesterday I had to travel you know in the lockdown time it is very nice thing you know when Schengen zone is still down and is going to be By the end of the August, at least, I had an opportunity to see a window in Hokushima in Japan. A window in Canarian Islands uh, with, you know, getting dark and thunderstorm and, you know, the trees going down to the uh, bending down. And I saw a beautiful Japanese garden, almost still. And the next window swap I do and uh, there comes a lake in a Norwegian landscape or something so basically and they all are part of the apartment so you you can see the window frame and the weather and where the Sun is the weather the heart oh, is so beautiful because just like in couple of minutes you're getting around so many places and you try to see who do you know from that place what do you know about this culture Uh, what is your impression is the sky clear or not and it is quite a meditative thing because it doesn't have the time when it stops and it doesn't push you to to go very quickly so it's up to you to take your time and to enjoy one scene or another to the um, extent that you want to do this
0: so it's kind of looking in other people's windows actually
1: from other people's uh, windows just like you are staying in the virtual airbnb Mm -hmm. (laughs) you come for one night you take what it is as an apartment a uh, landscape from the window every 10-15 seconds I remember you
0: sent a link to me and uh, unfortunately I couldn't uh, use it but now you're telling this to me I just think okay maybe it was better because if it had worked I would have spent all evening just (laughs) scrolling and swiping and (laughs) looking from other people's windows
1: imagining that uh, I'm elsewhere it is Fabulous thing because uh, I shared it with a couple of friends uh, on Facebook and uh, w- one of them told me that um, he would like to have a screensaver out of it. That would be a nice idea. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. But actually, if we think about it, what what makes such things go viral? it's is it just the curiosity of people looking from what the way other people live the way other people make their like a part of their interior part of the exterior what 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 is it is this curiosity
0: i think both curiosity and um, dissatisfaction with the way you live at times or I wish to put yourself into other people's shoes and seeing how you would feel there an attempt to live uh, other people's lives.
1: Oh, now I am, I am in
0: a philosophic mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a sneak peek. <laughs> Talking about the philosophic mind, uh, yesterday I, I read an article about the place in Paris that was the most touristic one for 12 years in the beginning of the last century. Can you guess what is that?
0: No idea,
1: what is it? Not Notre Dame, not even Louvre, not even close. That was a Parisian morgue. Oh. That, that was the biggest attraction from 1905 to 1912-ish. That was a special place underground in the fortress Just next to the Notre Dame de Paris, where uh, the lost bodies of the suicidal, of the uh, people who committed suicide or who jumped into the Seine River or who were just, you know, somehow killed. So all these people were just taken from the river and put there so that the uh, relatives could see them and recognize them and then to bury. But the funny thing that very quickly that became an attraction that held forty thousand people per month in Paris in the beginning of the last century. Crazy Notre Notre Dame de de Paris didn't have such an attendance. Can you imagine? It's just because of the very same philosophic uh, thing that you mentioned, because people were curious how they were imagining what would this person be there were the clothes that uh, this person possessed uh, someone was without the I don't know limbs without the hand or was his head bashed or something like that and they were like for two three, three weeks uh, after the death and a lot of people were just going there and having this philosophic moment to see themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, to see themselves dead, to see themselves seen by others this way. Yeah, to see themselves uh, not the way they are now, but the way they don't know they might look like.
1: Is it still this, like, fatal curiosity? But that is so funny, because that's, that's what actually drives a lot of people to try to, to see themselves from another perspective, maybe? In somebody else's eyes
0: it makes me think of uh, one of my favorite uh, stories or novels rather novels uh, by Luigi Pirandello an Italian writer and the novel is called uh, Il fu Mattia Pascal so the person who once was called Mattia Pascal in English it's translated the late Mattia Pascal while in Italian it's called, uh, in the original, yeah, it's called uh, Il fu Mattia Pascal, uh, where "fu" means uh, once, once upon a time, long time ago. So it doesn't actually mean late directly, but the translator caught the point because the story goes that um, this is a person who was not satisfied with uh, his own life And uh, when uh, somebody's dead, uh, drowned body was found in his town, he thought it was a good time to disappear. And so his family, his wife, his uh, mother-in-law, kind of recognized him in that dead body. And uh, he just disappeared. He went to other places somewhere on his way he won a lottery and so he said okay now i can live the way i want he changed his name that's why he was not yet the late the dead yeah but the person who used to have that name and didn't have it any longer he changed his name he started uh, his Other life, etc. I won't spoil uh, all the plot to someone who uh, wants to read it later, but the idea that struck me there is actually an attempt to live uh, another life. Okay, imagine you're dead. So this life is finished. Every moment you have a chance to start anew. And uh, this is what he did uh, then. Again, I won't tell what happens later. It's interesting. No spoilers. uh, No spoilers anymore. But yeah, so to me, this is an idea of uh, living, if not somebody else's life, your other variant of your life changed. Not the same routines that you were uh, dissatisfied with. Go and read, live and learn, and then... uh, (laughs) What is that uh, software called again? <laughs> window swapping. <laughs> and uh, go window swapping. <laughs> so uh, then, somehow, this uh, creative way out of the character that I described can be perceived like, on the one hand, uh, it's dissatisfaction, it's loss of uh, sense of living, it's trying to. Uh, reinvent yourself and then a creative step how he was recreating himself and uh, here somehow it makes me think of uh, the difference between the fixed mindset a person could just continue living his boring life and continue being dissatisfied and uh, on the contrary a growth mindset that uh, means something absolutely different. Could we talk more about it? What is it? What does it mean to have a growth mindset?
1: This is something that always fascinates me because it's not even a scale. It's not a feature. It's not a feature of character. It's not something that I can or I cannot or I learn to do right as we discussed in our previous episodes what the skills are so here we have another word we have the word mindset it's just like you're setting yourself to see the things in a um, perspective in a development in uh, using the challenges as your drivers using the challenges as opportunities you know it's it's weird to see the the world in black and white or saying that somebody has a fixed mindset or another has a gross mindset you can imagine a class of 20 people or 25 people sitting uh, together and you cannot say that 12 have fixed mindset and 15 have gross mindset for example now it's it's not about that but more or less how many everyday situations everyday challenges can you see as opportunities can you see as the breakthrough can you see as moving forward proverb says it's not about falling seven times it's about standing up eight times which makes a person successful so for me this is the very same almost apocryphic way how to understand if the person believes in himself in the in them themselves or not because we're talking about dynamism we're talking about the dynamics of learning and prioritizing learning prioritizing lessons on mistakes it's like you you know this this phrase forget your mistakes learn your lessons remember your lessons so yeah to, to me this is something that uh, the way person responds to the hardships, big or small, on criticism, on feedback, if the person is able to handle criticism and to see the opportunity to grow from the feedback, or if the person sees only, oh, I was criticized, maybe I'm doing something wrong and I'm just not worth it instead of using this as where can i do better where can i grow more what can help me to develop where it can bring me
0: and so one thing that you mentioned uh, is uh, learn from uh, your mistakes perceive uh, where you fell for example paradoxically not as failure but as opportunity see opportunity in uh, where someone else would see failure and that would mean uh, growth mindset while for fixed mindset what is characteristic is actually seeing failure in a mistake seeing failure uh, where otherwise you could have learned something
1: yeah a challenge like something that is too much for you like a criticism that is a tidal wave upon you and Uh, then the person is not able to hand uh, to handle it emotionally the funny thing that it doesn't really matter what is the age of the person so a person can can have the gross mindset 87 years of age you know just seeking for more and more again I read a story about someone's um, mother-in-law who changed passport changed a place to live and just went away from the city to the seaside because she said that in this way I uh, I can just swim every day, enjoy the promenade, you know, this strolling on the seaside, and um, spending the time with the young girls, not the peers. Uh, instead of you know taking care of my son. So I things done. He's married. I'm <laughs> washing my hands. Yeah. So, this is a gross mindset anyway, so I want to, to grow, I want to live, I want to see uh, what I can embrace, change, embracing change, you know, this is one of the biggest things that scared everybody in the uh, COVID time, is that everybody was so scared of change, scared what to do, we don't know what to do, we don't know uh, what it can bring, we are scared, it can bring the uh downturns and can bring economic down plummeting down and so on but the question is if people are can handle this opportunity to to maybe change something maybe change the vision change the mindset which is the most difficult things to change basically
0: yeah because it's mindset It is, and uh I don't know the story behind what you're saying about the woman who decided to change something. And uh, I would perceive this uh, in uh, two ways. One is what you say, uh, wishing to do something that you haven't done before, not being, uh, not feeling the bond, yeah, and uh, being free, and uh, feeling free to do whatever you want. That's one perspective. Another would be an escape. And uh, it's important also to see what really lies behind this decision, whether it's uh, freedom or escape. To me, it has got both layers and maybe even more. So each person should uh, be very careful about the reasons behind their decisions, what to do, where to do, where to go. The same as you uh, said about this uh, COVID lockdown, there were lots of families who were feeling this disaster of staying together at home. And uh, this is something that people normally escape from in the normality, in inverted commas, when they go to work, when they leave homes to go to the office, for instance, kids leave home to go to school and then boom, and you have to stay together, then what is there? Is that uh, an opportunity? Does it give you energy to be together, to feel you're together, to give each other opportunities for growth, or is it the thing you have to do, and uh, you have no way out, then it um, it puts you into a cage. So, again, the same situation that can be sign of freedom and opportunity and an invitation to growth and the same situation to someone else could be a cage and uh, an invitation to fixed mindset.
1: You know, you're absolutely right. I'm, I was most probably over ecstatic about giving the examples, but anyhow... I can try to formulate it as um, when you understand a challenge a problem as a failure as a disaster as a limit to what you can as a limit to your ability as when you see okay when one sees the uh, situation as that the further I can go, I should probably stay here. Or I don't know what's ahead, I should probably be where I am. That's why we're talking about uh, the comfort zone and going out of the comfort zone, which can be quite scary, which can be quite adventurous, but as well risky. The question is, what we see is as a threat, as a limit, then it is a fixed mindset. If we see it as a opportunity, as a learning point, or an opportunity to train yourself to adapt to something different. That's why we can talk about people who are going are changing jobs, countries. How do how they perceive this? As oh, I'm scared that something is going to happen. Something is uh, will be there, and I will need to come back. I will be embarrassed. Somebody else, of course, can do this, but not me. So when we hear this in communication, that means that the person most probably not ready to step forward yeah would would that be a good wording i'm not sure not ready you mean not ready to move forward yeah i see there
0: is this contrast between um, again a phrase that characterizes growth mindset which is i like to try new things versus a phrase that defines fixed mindset and says as I stick to what I know. And this is exactly what you're describing. I'd rather stick to what I know, it's safe here. I'm not ready to do this step forward. And then in contrast with, I like to try new things. If I really like to try new things, I won't be scared. I will just do this step forward. But then yes, there are moments in which we are not ready and then it's safer to stick to what i know to be in my comfort zone not by chance is it comfort zone it brings me comfort it makes me feel good there probably should be a balance between the two not always should everyone in any situation jump into search the for novelty yeah, yeah like yeah. if there is too much novelty <laughs> there is uh, too much entropic uh yeah component which uh, doesn't make it (laughs) absolutely doable yeah to live this life full of entropy like no i'm all for balance you know and uh, then yes to say completely i've got a growth mindset because i always strive for novelty well not exactly I like to try new things. Yeah, it's curiosity that we spoke about. It's uh, desire to try new things. And uh, if instead of trying new things, when I feel this curiosity, I still prefer to stick to my routines, then I'm making the choice for the fixed mindset and not the growth mindset. I think this.
1: What's the opposite of growth?
0: stagnation
1: it's interesting how fixed seems to be something that doesn't change fixed also means repaired working just good if we think of words grows is something that g- grows like Goes higher forward. bigger wider larger faster stronger tun, dun, dun, <laughs> I'm sorry, now now I'm singing. <laughs> Again, I, I do apologize from our audience that it's the third time you hear me singing. No, the fact is, uh, most
0: um, podcast platforms don't allow you to put music on your episodes. So yeah, for copyright, we have to sing here by ourselves. What else
1: can I do? You have
0: to just...
1: Poster... Harder, stronger, yeah, or, but fixed that means like um somebody else fixed it. do you see here, like as a past participle, some kind of a passivity being yeah, passive it about so. it? It can feel so, and that is like it's it's a, again the question of responsibility, if you are ready to take the responsibility of something bigger higher harder like a new job or for example if you are doing in your job like for example three different items you're managing three units or teams or countries or i don't know classes and then your manager says do you want the first the number four and then the question is like am i enough is this too much do i have the resource do i want to go there do i have to challenge myself or do like there are so many questions and it's I would say it would be unfair to judge people in such situations as fix or a gross mindset mm-hmm. but uh, the question is do you remember that film when um, like should I get the promotion uh, a man asks his wife and wife answers should I take the promotion? It's a lot of new responsibility, oh, then don't take the promotion. But this is so much of the opportunity, oh, then take the promotion. Then do take
0: it. Uh-huh.
1: But this is too much of the responsibility, then don't take it! But this is so much of opportunity, take that now! <laughs> yeah, that was a funny thing.
0: I'm um, Reading from the description of growth mindset now and it says challenges help me to grow so do take new responsibilities do accept new challenges then yeah but if you want to grow probably you're closer if you want to grow exactly if you want to grow if not i don't like to be challenged is uh, a phrase describing a person sticking rather to a fixed mindset but now the more we talk about it the more i see this as a continuum and not as extremes not as yeah opposites. so what
1: what i was trying to understand is like one is growing and one is not stagnating but not growing yeah so just like having the fixed comfort zone box or i don't know swamp <laughs> whatever you call it. It, I don't think it can work possibly in the changing
0: world and the world is changing you cannot just
1: stick to this comfort zone forever. Do you remember Alice from the Wonderland? Oh yeah. If you want to stay in the same place you need to run very fast. If you want to go move forward you need to run even faster. Alice in Wonderland is just wonderful
0: because, uh, yeah, expressing yourself in front of a drug addict and then staying sane.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we talked already about the um, how the people with growth mindset uh, see the challenges as something to avoid or something to embrace. Mm-hmm. I think here it is like readiness in the word embrace and avoid is just like rejecting. If challenges could reveal that a person is lacking some experience, some skill, I'm scared that I'm not enough, I'm scared I cannot do it. That would be a fixed mindset. And if the challenges are perceived as an opportunity to grow, as in possibility to move forward, you know, the very chance to try and to develop. Then we can see that the challenges give the people with the fixed mindset a tendency to give up easily, tendency to to give up easily, while the people who are more persistent they develop this experience, yeah.
0: Of overcoming, of um, being consistent in uh, pursuing your aim. And um, on this way, there is also another important issue such as feedback and how people react to feedback. Because once I uh, draw something and my uh, teacher, colleague, friend, uh, someone says it's not good enough, do I give up in this case because uh, this feedback was negative? Or do I continue? Do I practice? Do I ask for more constructive feedback? Do I ask what could be improved instead of just giving up and saying, ah, okay, someone said I can't do it, so I won't try anymore. And this also puts me on some point on this continuum, Mm -hmm. seeing how, like, how I react to feedback and what this feedback can bring me as an actor, as a person doing something, trying to do something, trying to achieve the goals and uh, how important other people's opinions are and how can I use other people's feedback, opinions, uh, evaluation, praise, uh, criticism on my way to perfection.
1: To perfection, that already of sounds... Of course, of course. <laughs> <That's>, that <laughs> sounds scary.
0: <laughs> I'm dead. I yeah, as we um, said previously, better done than perfect, but then on our way to perfection, we rather do something than give up. Yeah, yeah.
1: The feedback uh, is somehow very dependent on the culture. So I'm not talking only about countries, I'm not talking about uh, generations or only on, I don't know, the way women or men perceive uh the feedback or the culture i mean cultural identity that is that con- consists of the uh gender religion background historical social economical uh, country like all of this all of those things and the problem is that feedback is sometimes seen as the criticism as something only negative and it's only now like for for the last what 25 30 years people are starting to uh, learn how to give feedback to have the theories to to have the master classes webinars i don't know courses on giving feedback okay let's talk about the response not only criticism just a response not necessarily negative if the person, yeah, really feedback to what another person is doing yeah so if the person gets defensive that's already a good thing to start thinking maybe i should try to get it to take it less personal and more like a possibility to identify the areas where to improve where how to make it useful how to make it a point to grow, right? A, you know this.
0: Rather than a point to give up, exactly. Rather so than this- a
1: point to give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be- because that's the very moment when you hear it, you make a decision in your head. Right? Do I need to fight or freeze? You know, fight, flight, freeze. And if you decide decide to. Fight back. No, not even fight back, but to get defensive about why you're telling this to me. Why am I the only one to, to look, be told look this? Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Look at Alex, he didn't do this at all. Or Who are
0: you to say this to oh, me? Oh, that's my favorite.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and like t- getting really defensive because you take it personally
0: another one which i think we didn't mention not only who are you to say this to me or look at yourself or alex did something even worse and also i but i only uh, spent 10 minutes and not 40 for doing this self-defense meaning i would have done better if i had spent more time yeah okay but this is not relevant well, why I'm didn't saying, you? Yeah, <laughs> or why didn't you? It's not relevant at all. Like if I say, uh, "Look, the sound on this podcast leaves much to be desired," and you reply, "But uh, I didn't even edit it." Yeah, okay. But how is it relevant to the fact the sound is bad? You should have spent more time on doing the task, or you should have cared more, etc. And uh, the uh, Fact of saying, but I only, and then defense, is just another way of reacting uh, improperly to feedback.
1: Yeah, you know, this setting back and blaming others is such a good excuse to get discouraged. Oh, I didn't do this exercise. Because I didn't understand where to get the audio, or uh, what to do, or I didn't didn't understand the instructions, so I decided not to do it. And now you have the excuse that something discouraged you, somebody else did something wrong, and now you have all the excuse not to do anything. That's a very good sign that something (laughs) should be fixed. Uh huh. Okay.
0: And when yes. you fix the fixed, yeah, here it's interesting. When you fix the fixed,
1: do you get groves? I think you get out of the comfort zone first. <laughs> either you, either you, uh, you know, sink or think. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, that's good we can make it as a Uh yeah our next quote (laughs) wisdom quote quote. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah.
0: wisdom quotes are also a good way to uh, get a quick checkup on uh, whether i agree or disagree with this how does that uh, work for me how do i perceive this phrase and when i read a quote i react in a certain way and uh, it can also be uh, significant to me in like understanding uh aha okay if i react like this what does it say to me about myself
1: here we come to the awareness point and Mm -hmm. i and this is a very important thing nevertheless we were talking about the awareness a couple of episodes ago Mm -hmm. it's the question between the me perspective i me and myself or the we perspective or the other the third person perspective or all of us perspective so when person starts thinking in these categories i think that the feedback is perceived as something useful something to improve something, to work harder next time, something not to be self blaming, but a reason to take a time and uh, meditate upon it, contemplate what, when, how, and why can be done differently. It's interesting that, again, the way you formulate feedback either provokes setbacks. Too many backs, no? Or pushes not by you. By chance, I think. Not yeah, by, not chance, by chance, chance at all. Yeah. But the question is how to move forward, how to make the breakthrough, how to collaborate with people, how to facilitate the pro- the process. This is this is something that we have right now a lot, like the boom of the facilitation, collaboration you know, cooperation and so on. Because people understand that the best working unit is a team which wants to be there, which desires to be together and wants to achieve each particular, like any particular goal, but together. Supportive growing, you see? Like when you understand that by giving support, by giving feedback, somebody supports you. That's a completely different setting or mindset. <laughs>
0: I was thinking while you were describing this, I was thinking uh, whether teamwork or group work uh, wasn't something that um, prevents staying too long in the comfort zone. In a team, you usually tend to overcome the limits and to go out. Like, what do we do with friends when we meet? We go out. And this uh, going out together is at the same time going out of the box of uh, fixed mindset. You don't normally stay in the same comfort zone together with other people. You motivate one another and then you tend to leave this comfort zone faster and with uh, support. So it's not that stressful or frightening, or frustrating, so together you can do more on the way along this continuum from fixed to growth mindset. Curious about what we discuss next? Join us at facebook.com forward slash live and learn podcast.